Jeff Hardy. He finally reveals where he will be heading. And it's it's non-wrestling related. Last night on Matt Hardy's Twitch stream, he revealed what he's going to be doing over the next month. Plus, we got Tony Khan teasing some new AEW debuts. We'll be getting some this Wednesday night, or are we going to be saving those for later on at Revolution? Plus, some big news of a possible too cool reunion. I'm ready to dance. We got Bill Apter on the show today on the top story. Here we go. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. What's up, everyone? It is the Sports Keto Wrestling Top Story of the Day. I'm Jose G. Next to me right over here is Kevin Kellum. He normally hosts, but today is a special occasion because we have the legendary pro wrestling journalist, Bill After, joining us on the Top Story to give him his two cents on today's headlines. How are you, Bill? Well, that's great, and I plan to give more than two cents. I I already have some stories to break that you didn't even make. First of all, Jeff Hardy is going to come here to After's Alley. Eventually. Oh. So that's Tony Khan is trying to sign me. I haven't revealed that yet. <laughs> the big news, though, is I'm in a different place uh, in After's Alley. I'm in the study. You can see uh, the headline of my book, Is Wrestling Fixed? I didn't know it's broken. But more importantly is this guy over here. It's Cookie Monster. Cookie Monster. That's the Cookie Monster. And I understand I understand he has uh quit Sesame Street. What? He's now a free agent. What? What? Yeah. He's a free agent? He got Tony, released? Tony Khan's been I I actually uh I actually have a recording of him here uh that I intercepted a call between Scoop. he and Tony Khan. Hold uh-huh. on, let me see if I can play this thing on my phone. Okay. Oh, yes, I am no longer working for them. I am available. Okay, goodbye. Uh, that's Amazing. simple. <laughs> shut that up. That's simple. So, you know, I have had since... Do you guys know the story of the Cookie Monster, Mick Foley, and me? I would love to I, hear this. I would I've never this. heard this story. I would love... Please indulge us. Well, this is a this should be a top story. <laughs> so when when Mick's son Dewey was probably four or five years old, I got a phone call in the middle of the night from Mick Foley. He says, "Bill, Dewey won't go to sleep." And I said, "Put him on the phone." So he puts him on the phone. I go, "Hello, Dewey. This is Cookie. We are all very tired here, and we want to go to sleep." So he said, "Can I talk to Ernie?" Oh, uh, hi there, Dewey. This is Ernie. We all need to go to sleep. Okay, goodbye. And Mick called me the next day that Dewey went to sleep. Well, years later, I was uh, in the ring in one of Alex Shane's uh, Frontier Wrestling shows in England. And I was being roughed up by uh, um, Alex Shane and his uh, manager, Greg Lambert. And all of a sudden, Mick Foley came to my rescue and he chased him out of the ring and he said to the audience in England, like 10,000 people, you all know Bill After, right? But do you know that Bill After is the cookie monster? And he gave me the mic in front of 10,000 people. I said, hello, England. It is me. And they went crazy yelling, cookie, Co-, 10,000 people. So I love telling that story. It's an <laughs> honor to be here. I love the show. Thank and, you. Uh, hopefully you'll bring me back now that I'm an official member of the Sports Kita family. Yeah, you know, so I must cool. say, you've, ju- you've just launched some features with, on the website. I know you just put up one recently. It's 
kind of you kind of put a, a tantalizing take out there. Can you yeah, tell this me was the it? most unusual story I ever wrote in my entire journalistic writing broadcasting career is that I had a dream about interviewing Dusty Rhodes, who I interviewed like a million times. And I got out of bed. My wife threw me out of bed because I was getting so noisy at three o'clock in the morning, two Dusty, nights ago, Dusty, Dusty. because I was talking in my sleep, interviewing somebody. It was Dusty <laughs> about Cody and what he would tell Cody about being booed. So the story is on if you are, uh, uh, if you go after this terrific show, if you go and look up uh, Bill Apter Profile Sports Kita on um, on Google or whatever search engine you have, you'll see my profile. And there are the last three stories that I wrote. This is the most current one. That's, that is absolutely awesome, Bill. And you know what? I'm going to have to talk to the to management team and see if I can have you on every Thursday because that way we have an excuse to call it Bill App Thursdays. I, you know, I'm apt to do that. <laughs> I'm just saying. There we go. Wordplay. Well, dude. you know, you, to do that, you guys would have to agree to certain terms to get me on oh. every week. Negotiations. All right. It's public. I'll leave that, I'll leave that for management. I need an entire box of my of Tic Tacs. Tic Tacs. <laughs> okay. Adventure. Not the um, regular flavor. Not the no, regular flavor. No. Fruit Adventure Tic Tacs. Fruit Adventure. The, I don't know if anyone from Tic Tacs is watching this. But they are the best Tic Tacs. I carry. Well, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll get a sponsorship yeah, from, dude, from Tic Tac you know, because of Bill Apter. People always know when I'm walking into a room because they'll hear <laughs> as I'm walking. So, but I'm very excited to be here, and thank you so much for inviting me. Well, such thanks, a pleasure thanks. to have you on, Bill. Absolutely. Absolutely. Guys, as always, remember to subscribe to our Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube channel. Like, share, and subscribe, and smash that notification bell so you never miss whenever we drop brand new content, tons of new interviews, and content dropping ahead of this of this week. At Bill Apter's got a ton of stuff right now. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I didn't want to mention this to you, but I am going to be partnering with a very famous ex-wrestler from Russia, and we are going to start our own site. You know, Nikita Koloff, we're going to be calling it Nikita. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Sports Nikita. Now we, gotta team up. we have a Russian Nikita. competitor. We are going to be like WWE and AEW. We're going to be Nikita. <laughs> okay, coming up. As always, guys, uh, go ahead and give us a, a like, share, and subscribe. Engage with the show. Make sure you sound off in the comments in today's story. Today's lead story, we got an update may, may on I say Jeff one other thing? May I say Absolutely. One other thing, as many things as you like, sir. No, no, I'm looking at my graphic there. It looks like uh, after L Wrestling. It's after one wrestling. It okay. is. It's a number one. It is a number it's one. The number one. So just it is just the number one. Yeah. Just I, I made sure. I made oh. sure. All right. <laughs> uh, so, yes, guys, so today's uh, opening lead story is Jeff Hardy. Uh, he has been dominating the headlines over the past week and in the last couple of days. And last night, Matt Hardy had a uh, Twitch stream and he revealed a couple of things that were going on. And he told the public that Jeff Hardy is back on touring on his music band. And he's going to be visiting your town close by Rockford, Illinois. Kevin. 
Yeah, he will be in Rockford this week and throughout the Midwest. So this these dates kind of line up with the WWE loop that would have been this week, which included Chicago, Rosemont, Illinois, just outside of it, and Rockford, as well as some other dates in the Midwest. This is something he's been doing recently where, it, based around WWE shows, he would have a late-night show by himself just performing music and doing like his own meet-and-greet, which I guess not too many people in WWE were allowed to do, but Jeff would because of his tenure in the company. Uh, and his popularity, and maybe that was something, a part of his most recent deal that he signed with WWE about a year, year and change ago, but now he's out of WWE, still has this tour, he's still holding up these dates. It's, it's interesting, though, as well, Bill, this whole tour is lining up with what the WWE is doing in the next week, so he's going to be in the same towns as the yeah. WWE. Which makes like, sense, business-wise, for him to have placed himself there, because the fans from the WWE, after the show, if it's a late-night show that Jeff Hardy's going to do. And I've seen him uh, perform. He's, he's really, he's, he's, he's really good. Um, so after the WWE show, people can head over to wherever he's going to be appearing. I don't think he was planning on, Hey, you know, they let me go and I'm going to be competitive to them. It makes sense that that's where the WWE is. You want to see Jeff Hardy come and see me. But the big question arises with this video that Matt Hardy put out. They're doing Matt Facts, which was an on-screen gimmick that they do with Matt Hardy and WWE. They have uh, Matt referencing things that the Hardys did together in the ring. They brought Mm -hmm. up as many things as they possibly could that WWE doesn't own as an intellectual property. And they brought up the Hardy Boys with their real names, which WWE doesn't technically own. They may license it in some way. Uh, And they kept mentioning these things. And they had a ladder in the ring. And it's a ring on the Hardy compound. And all of these illusions are made. You have the Young Bucks yesterday. We covered this, the hottest tag team in the world. Now, the Bucks and the Hardys have had a match before, but obviously with All Elite Wrestling, Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor, it was done before. But now with All Elite, there's a lot more of a platform for them to do this again. Is it just inevitable that we get the Hardy Boys and the Bucks on television again in AEW? Yes, in my opinion, absolutely. I think this is where I think Jeff needs to maintain him being visual out there with the where people can see him staying alive on social media, mm-hmm. uh, keeping the buzz going about Jeff Hardy, making it a mystery. And uh, uh, I think we will see the Hardys against the Young Bucks. And this is going to be interesting because you have the older team of, let's say, the Rock and Roll Express, who are mm-hmm. the Young Bucks of the younger version kind of, of that style of the Rock and Roll Express. So the Hardys are kind of like in the middle of the Young Bucks, the Hardys, and the Rock and Roll Express. It's like three layers of different ages there. So I think this would be a terrific, terrific. I think match. that's a great analogy, Bill, just because for the simple fact that you, you look at the guys like the Young Bucks and you can clearly see that they've been very, very influenced by the Hardy Boys just by their moveset alone. Oh, so, sure. so I think that this is going to be a tremendous thing. We did have it at a lower scale back in 2017. Um, now with AEW on a grander scale with TNT or even at a pay-per-view, uh, I think this could draw a lot, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of eyes. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Or TBS. You know, I, I'm if I'm Warner... If I'm Warner Television, obviously you want this on pay-per-view. Fans would pay for this on pay-per-view. AEW has the traditional pay-per-view structure. They don't have the streaming model, the streaming you know subscription service. This is a match that fans would pay for as an attractive thing. And they have much more of a platform to market it now with AEW and Warner to be able to promote it on TV. But if you're Warner, do you go to them and say, 
we want this match on television. We sure. don't want it because, you know, AEW is doing basically some pay-per-view matches. They're going to do this with Winter is Coming this week. You're getting Brian Danielson versus Hangman Page. That's a pay-per-view yeah. match they're doing essentially yeah. on television. Yeah, but I, I think what you're saying is absolutely right. Give them a teaser of that match, maybe 10 minutes and all hell breaks loose and it's on the next pay-per-view in a full match. You know, that's that, that's the wrestling business. You know, give that ultimate tease of a 10 or 15 minute match and make people want to see that. So this way you are uh, pacifying the uh, TV people and you're also making the pay-per-view people happy. Mm -hmm. A question for you, Bill here. Uh, Last night during Matt Hardy's uh, Twitch stream, he revealed, he, he, he mentioned that he thinks that WWE might have jumped the gun and made Jeff Hardy take a drug test uh, prior to the release and, um, and offering him the rehab. A question here from Johan Pena. Do you guys see any chance of Jeff going back to WWE if they work things out? Just wondering. Uh, I think, I think to be honest with you, uh, my opinion, um, I always say never say never. Some of the strangest things have happened in pro wrestling where, I mean, look at, and I'll bring him up. Look at, we will never bring the ultimate warrior back to WWE. Okay. Boom. You never know what's going to go on behind the scenes. Never say never in wrestling. Right. But I think Jeff right now is going in a different direction with the music. And I think his focus is on exactly what we were talking about before getting back with his brother in AEW uh, appearing in AEW and uh, putting out that challenge to the Young Bucks. That's where the money is right now. Because what were they doing with him in WWE? If he, Let's say he went back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Where is he? What's he doing? It's not clear. I mean, he wasn't, it wasn't, it's not to say that they were doing nothing with him. There were some people talking about him potentially being Rowan Reigns' dancing partner before WrestleMania, uh, which yeah. would have been pretty significant. Uh-huh. But that's but by the time of WrestleMania, where where do you go from there? True. Where do you go with him there? But still, you're you're dancing with one of the most popular guys, single stars in wrestling. So uh, I I don't I don't want to say they were doing nothing with him. Um, and there was you know we interviewed him at Survivor Series in New York City, our very own Sid, and he made allusions of big things he wanted to do in the singles run. And it's worth noting he re-signed with WWE when he could have went to All Elite Wrestling about a year ago, and he chose to stay with them. Um, sure. And then, and there's so much about the situation with him being released where WWE felt they were doing the right thing, you know, uh, from what we know and the sources we talked to. But there's a lot of people saying there's a lot more to this than, than what's out there. If WWE was uncomfortable with him being there and thought that this uh, could bring a bad light to their company at all. Then what are we doing with what are we doing with Jeff Hardy? Well, not mm-hmm. a lot. We're not real. OK, so let's just. Is it worth the risk with what we're doing with him right yeah, now or in the yeah, foreseeable yeah, future? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but you also have to keep in mind, though, that AEW is kind of getting that WWE problem where they have too much on their roster and you only have so much TV time for your wrestlers. So where do you fit Jeff, Jeff Hardy in an already brilliant, brilliant stacked move by, tag brilliant team? Move, brilliant move by WWE. Absolutely. Too many guys Let's jump too many guys for AEW to play with, too much money going out. And mm-hmm. what are we doing with some of these guys? Because we don't have enough TV time with three hours a week. It's true. It's true. It's a, it's a very Put good tactic. On dark. <laughs> and and is, dark, <laughs> is dark the same thing? Is it an appointment show? I mean, it's not to say it's a bad show, but it, 
people don't view it the same way they would even Rampage no. or or even NXT. You know, it's not comparable to NXT in the eyes of any fan. So um, uh, this other topic is interesting because you mentioned all that talent hitting the market. This is a perfect transition here. Um, tell me about this story, Jose, because Tony Khan, once again, stirring the pot. He knows how to really make some noise here before a big TV show. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Kevin. Uh, so Tony Khan has been teasing some more major AEW uh, talent uh, debuts coming down the pipeline. He recently had an interview with Dazone, and he pretty much hinted that some stuff can go down tomorrow at Wednesday, but he really didn't confirm it. Like he just kind of like left it dangling there. Uh, but yeah, he's a fully aware of all the free agents that are on the market right now. It is pretty much, you know, a free agent market. And, you know, there's so much of them right now. Uh, so you don't want to flood AEW, but you do want to try to get, grab your hands on some great talent. Who can be coming down tomorrow? Who could be coming down to revolution in, in February? That's just a few months away. Uh, so that's that's the Jeff question, Hardy, right? Jeff Hardy could show up with a guitar tomorrow night. He could just the thing perform. is, he's not able to do it. He's not. He's not free. He's he's under that non compete until at least right, early March. To, right to non compete in the ring. Oh, yeah, he, to not compete, he could perform as you know with buy the guitar. Ticket, if he's got a ticket, ticket, he's in the crowd. He could, yeah, he could perform up in the AEW Tron there. <laughs> um, and just, uh, ladies and gentlemen, here's tonight's uh, music. <laughs> they, don't the music they don't even say his name. They don't even say his name. Don't even say his name. Yeah. <laughs> Mystery yeah. acoustic guitar player X <laughs> under a mask. He's under a mask and you don't know who he is. Yeah. El, El Hardio. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Midnight Rider. El Hardy. <laughs> um, what free agents are out there, Bill? Do you think that AEW should scoop up? Because there's a lot of talent that got let go by WWE in the last year that, that a lot of people would like to see there. We just had the, you know, the basically a ring of honor dissolving as we know it. And they're going to reboot it, but with no contracted talent, basically they're not, they're no longer that like contracted big TV company. You know, they're going to go dormant for a while and try and come back, but that opens up a lot of talent. And, and there's already some people complaining about people. They launched AEW with that were lower mid card talent that aren't even present on dark. They aren't even a part of anything that's on the show. And you now start to have that WWE problem where you, you have people, you have talent that people like, that fall through the cracks. There's just something there. Or someone uh, you know, competes for a spot above them. You know who they need to bring back now that all charges have been dropped. Somebody's got to bring Alberto Del Rio back. Yes, absolutely agree. 100. I, I am friends with Jose, with Alberto. I think he is a tremendous talent and not, I don't know if you knew about this news, but just recently, I think right over, uh, over the weekend, he got exonerated out oh, of every single charge. Dropped. Yeah, yeah. Everything's got to get him. Everything, everything got dropped. He had a very uh, candid interview with Ugo Sabinovich, very close friend of mine as well, um, where he revealed a lot of the stuff that went down, uh, you know, with that whole situation between Paige and himself. Glad to hear that he is exonerated of all charges. Uh, the last thing I knew is that he will be pursuing to get back into pro wrestling yeah. full time. This is a great opportunity for either AEW or WWE to sign Alberto de Rio. I would imagine Alberto will want to have one last run in WWE. Well, see, that's exactly my point. I don't know if WWE would 
uh, entertain that because people looking up his background, you know, are they going to take a chance with it? Is it just, yeah, is it guilt by association even if he's not legally guilty? but, But a main event of Alberto Del Rio contra Roman Reigns Mucho dinero, papá. Mucho dinero. It is worth noting Alberto Del Rio will go off the script and talk about this entire drawn-out legal situation that he's had in the last year or so uh, and what his future is. He will be on Unscripted with Dr. Chris Featherstone with us coming up on the 21st. That will be live. You will be able to ask ask him a live question. That's going to be great. And they they could also get him on the uh, Broken Skull Sessions. You know, he, he has a lot of that, stories, you know, yeah, a lot that of stories. Would, uh, he would definitely get a lot of media, a lot of press. Uh, that's that's a big name to bring back. So maybe yeah. Royal Rumble. That would be a good that would be the oh, perfect that would be situation. a great surprise. Now, what on uh, the topic, of course, of uh, Wyndham Rotunda, Bray Wyatt coming in. We have to talk about that. Uh, um, there's so much that he can bring to AEW. Uh, that they don't everybody's have. Everybody's anticipating this one. Anytime Tony Khan mentions someone new is coming in, what's the first name you hear? It's got to be Bray Wyatt, right? Got to be mm-hmm. Bray. Yeah. Or will it be one of the lower rung WWE guys that AEW will take and elevate into a larger status? Because they know how to bring these guys up. Mm-hmm. Like a Keith Lee, uh, you know, and then oh, obviously yes. you have Johnny Gargano is available now, but it doesn't seem like he's interested in, in going well, right Keith out Lee, there right away because he's having a child in a month. Keith Lee yeah. is the, the, the look yeah. of somebody. So I have to take a Tic Tac break here. <laughs> Keith Lee is a, a, break. a definite... Um, Tick for tack. Definitely look Tick for, for tack. If you're just tuning in, this is Tick for Tack with legendary wrestling journalist yes. Bill Apter. Fruit adventure. Tick <laughs> We're on a fruit adventure with, with, with Bill Apter. Most, most people think at my it age. It almost seems like it should be an ASMR podcast. You are watching the Tick Tack Fruity Adventure. <laughs> yes, I like that. With Bill Apter. At, at my age, people think I'm these are drugs, but they're not. <laughs> Let me ask you this, uh, Bill, because you've been in locker rooms and you've seen people compete. When you've seen the look on people's face when the card gets put up for the night, you've been in that arena, you've been in that position, and then you see people that uh, maybe a month or so ago they were at the top of the card, and maybe they're in the middle, or maybe they're not on the card at all. And so when you start to see TV time, you brought up three hours of TV time a week. I brought up Elevation. We have some fans that mentioned Elevation is just a show, dark. You know, these are just jobber matches, Elevation matches. They're not seen as legitimate. You know, I'm not saying they're not legitimate. They're not seen as like appointment type stuff, yeah. but dynamite and rampage are, and you have a company that is vying to go head to head with WWE and do something very different. Uh, now some new talent comes in there. How many more people get pushed down the card? I, I, I keep bringing it up. Like it keeps coming up to me. Like there's some talent you developed. How do you maintain a Malachi black? How do you maintain an Adam Cole who just joined you? How do you still keep, you know, Brian Danison red hot for your main event with all this other in talent, this new talent you have to introduce and, and reinvigorate. Like that's kind of a lot of balance to deal with. Right? I think there, I think the AEW backstage, the mentality is different where everybody understand that everybody gets a chance, you know, one night you might be main event next night. You might be, semi-main event one night you just might be the second match you mm-hmm. don't know we have other guys coming in and we want to see the reaction and we're a company we're trying to make money and 
you know, no harm to anybody, but we're going to put you where we feel we go best. And I understand that there's, you know, it's, it's that is so-and-so going to take my spot, but I'm told that the mentality in um, the AEW dressing room doesn't have that type of paranoia. Everybody's like, Hey, go out and get them guy. That's what I. That's a good attitude to yeah. have, especially you know. You're, sure. Yeah, that's a great attitude to have, especially since you're a young company like AEW. But also, when you to Kevin's point, where he you're producing these uh, AEW Dark and Dark Elevation shows, and you keep pushing some of your rosters that you're trying to build and bring up to Dynamite and Rampage, your main shows. Um, I kind of look at it more as a longevity thing, right? I think that they're using and all these young talents, kind of like at an NXT developmental type of deal, especially on the on tapings here in Orlando. That's a lot of independent wrestlers, a lot of guys that are green, a lot of people who are getting into the business that need TV time to get ready. Those are the shows to do it. And I just think that they're sure. starting to invest more in the longevity of AEW and exactly. not right here and right now. Exactly. Now, somebody, uh, Kevin Bertram, uh, asked, we just talked about Keith Lee, but Kevin's asking about Braun. Braun showed up at um, Final Battle, Ring of Honor yes, Final did. Battle. Over the so weekend, now, yeah. now, remember, Tony Khan was backing, not financially, but he was backing the end of Ring of Honor. I mean that in a good way. He was sorry to see them go. He's a wrestling fan. But Braun happens to show up on a show that Tony Khan says, I want to help these guys out. So there's a possibility. I don't know. This is a fact that Braun Strowman, um, Adam Shear, it's so much better if you just say Braun Strowman. He doesn't look like that. <laughs> he's the but, Titan um, now. What's he's that? a Titan now. You see what he did? He took the whole Titan Towers thing, and now he's a Titan. Oh, yes, what a play there. Yes, yes. But uh, just the fact that he gained some visibility this weekend when he's been secluded off in a corner someplace mm -hmm. makes me think that maybe he's one of these big surprises coming out. Well, I mean, that could be a possibility, right? Against Alberto? No. <laughs> <laughs> but if Alberto comes, you know, you know that, uh, that, that his announcer, he has to come too. Oh, he's great. And what Definitely. about his uncle? That'd be something. Oh, yeah. That that Jewish kid from the Bronx, Mel Moskowitz. <laughs> Mel, Mel Moskowitz. Mel Moskowitz, right. Okay. <laughs> oh, but, but before we move on to our I last story, Bill, I used to work at a doctor's. I used to work in the medical field for 20 years before becoming a journalist and working in media and all that stuff. And I used to work with a lot of the doctors that I worked with were Jewish, and they made me an honorary Jew. They called me Jose Gonzalez team. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I I will back that uh I will back that up. But I'm Thank see you, I'm an honorary Samoan. You didn't oh. know that. Ah. And this was given to me by the Rock's mother. We have Sika, Afa, and I'm Apta. Oh nice. A-P-T-A-H. <laughs> A-P-T-A-H. I am Apta. Those are some great people, aren't they? The Noise, uh, the Afas, Afa and, and, and Sika. I, I met them. They live here locally in Orlando. Met them about a year and a half ago. Had a great long oh, great. conversation with them. They're just yeah. such a great family. The entire yep. family is. Yeah, the, the entire family is. And uh, um, they are part of my very, very close extended family. <laughs> That's so, always great to know. Yeah. 
Well, let's move into our last story of the day. Uh, nostalgia uh, seems like it doesn't want to no. stay away, but we're going to keep it going because the latest is that Too Cool might be having a reunion. Now, earlier today, uh, there was yeah. a tweet that was posted by Rikishi that both him and Scotty Tuhati were hanging out here in Orlando at SeaWorld. And, uh, and he, they just pretty much put, so this is happening today. And they just met up with each other over there in Orlando. Uh, but it should be noted that Scott Garland, he, uh, he, was, he left his job with NXT as a producer slash coach mm -hmm. back in November. Um, and he still has a non-compete clause through December 23rd. Uh, but he's looking to get back into the ring. Rikishi still stays somewhat active in the ring. He still has a, still, still, uh, does some shows in the Midwest and the West Coast. Uh, but this could be an interesting uh, reunion. Scotty Duhati, Rikishi, what are we going to get know, it? What you didn't know was that a week ago, Scotty Tuhati was down here in Actors Alley for me to reteach him how to do the worm. Mm. Mm. <laughs> oh, I, I know you don't have a lot of space, but I would love to see you bust the worm, Bill. I could do it, but my, the camera is fixed on here. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, certainly, you know, independent wrestling is going to be really, really interesting in the next year or so. And hopefully we continue to make our way out of the pandemic, though, you know, variants and all these different things are, are there. Uh, I've, you have a lot more talent now going to hit the market. Uh, some people are kind of waiting out their non-compete clauses because they collect money. You know, they're getting paid while they while they got released from WWE. This whole last few batches, a lot of them are still just collecting their downside guarantee. But now you have, you know, veteran talent like that seeing like, oh, I could get out of WWE and still make a good amount of money and go out there and entertain. And I want to perform some still, you know, that guy was an agent. He was not, a, he was not in a role on camera for WWE. Uh, what do you think the state of independent wrestling is going to be with acts like this all hitting the market at the same time well, to make their dates? Mind, keep in mind that Rikishi has his own promotion mm -hmm. as well, Knox Pro Wrestling. They could start it there. They also would be great doing the convention circuit all over Big the time. place. I mean, really, really, in terms of making money, they would make more money probably doing the convention circuit than wrestling in the indies, to be honest with you. I, I can tell you from working C2E2 this past weekend with Matt Cardona and Ken Anderson and the inspiration formerly known as the Iconics with the great uh, Mike, Mike Kingston of Headlock Comics. He had a great booth, great talent was great. there. I they collaborate with him on the comic book as well. Uh, it's just a really cool product that gets that plays to hardcore wrestling fans in the right way. And, and I, it was the first time I've worked at conventions before, but never behind the booth and like logistics of everything. And I think you're right. I absolutely think you're right. They might make more doing that than they would actually getting in the yeah. ring. And you also have some guys who were like, hey, I'm, I, may, I may not want to do that. I may have some injuries. I may have some you know, limitations or something like that. and may not want to actually jump in there and do it. So you make a great point there. Yeah, but yeah, they, I mean, you could also do a Q&A at the uh, yeah, absolutely. place like that. And Scotty can do the worm on the stage there. Listen, true. when I was in WrestleMania in Tampa uh, covering WrestleMania and covering WrestleCon, uh, I, you know, I was just interviewing and talking to some of the legends over there and just kind of looking at what they're charging. These guys can make pretty good money in the conventions oh, if they just do it over the weekends. I Hogan, mean, it, it, Hogan makes hundreds of dollars per one person. Yeah. So, yeah. Huge. Absolutely huge. Uh, I heard the, the numbers that John Cena was pulling this weekend. 
uh, doing photos and different things. And they had a booth. So you weren't, you were, it was almost like you were posing with him in a penalty box, but they did it separate him, you know, with you know, people of different concerns and everything like that. You could still see him. You could still see him though. Bill, yeah. I know you were asking that. Uh, but yeah, I definitely think more the convention circuit kind of coming back here too. You know, some people are going to see some money that they couldn't make mm-hmm. when they were released a year ago. And now they will be. Uh, and all the wrestling was deeply a part of this event. So it'll be interesting. And this will be the first year with a WrestleMania. that's kind of full force return uh, with, with Dallas and two nights. face in action again. <laughs> Ricky Castillo saying on Facebook, what is he still slapping his cheeks? That's what I just <laughs> mentioned. Didn't I just mention that? <laughs> it Ricky, if he does, we will send him over. Just forward us your address and we'll see if we can get him to clap his cheeks in your house. <laughs> If you get Ricky, she if you would have told Rikishita me I woke to up work. today, if you would have okay. told me I woke up today and I would have been talking about cheeks clapping with Bill after, I wouldn't with have Bill after. When we're out together <laughs> dancing cheek to cheek. Oh my God! We always have a riot here on the top story, guys. If you're enjoying what you're watching, if you're enjoying what you're listening to, you got to make sure you subscribe to the Sports Keto Wrestling Channel on YouTube. We are well on our way to twenty four thousand, so make sure you like, share, and subscribe, and smash that notification bell so that way you never miss whenever we drop brand new content. Tomorrow night we got the debrief at ten p.m. Rico El Gloroso and myself we're going to be covering AEW Dynamite and NXT. Wait a minute, and- no comprende. What did you say? Rico El Glorioso. That's my co-host. Oh, Rico. Rico El Glorioso is my co-host on the debrief. You know, his uh, name is partially mentioned in Barry Manilow's song Copacabana. It is. El Glorioso. Rico. He wore a diamond. Uh, That's all it it took for him to get the girl. He's just wearing a diamond. Remember, I'm a a fanalo. I'm a big Barry Manilow guy. Fanalo. He's a fanalo. Yes. That's what Manilow fans are known as fanalo. And people know when they come to see my show, I always open up with Can't Smile Without You. I do that for Why are you laughing? Gaga's got the monsters and Manilow's Wait, Wait a minute. So when we get off the air. Yeah. I want you to go to YouTube okay. and put in Bill After Sings Can't Smile Without You. I've been, before I got into, even while I was during the wrestling business, I do an hour and a half show based on my book, Is Wrestling Fixed? What's the answer? Is it broken? I didn't know it was broken. Yeah. Got to get the book, guys. Seriously. I would, I would know that if I, I was reading the book, yeah. Yes, but uh, usually I don't do shows unless the hosts read my book first. <laughs> no, no, you're right. <laughs> do, do, do you know why? Yeah, they don't know. They, they don't know facts about me. Who is the guy that introduced Jerry Lawler to Andy Kaufman? Well, that would be you, Bill. Right. That's the, the whole chapter in the book. Who's the guy who sent Sylvester Stallone pictures of Hulk Hogan for Rocky Three? Oh boy, mm. I would assume that would be you. You were taking no, those pictures at recess. Melvin Guts. He lives in. No, it was me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I, I've been an entertainer my whole life. I sing. I'm a ballad guy and a Broadway show singing type of guy. That's why I know, uh. I know hundreds. And every time I go out of town before COVID, I'm not doing any road work now is I always find the, the karaoke joint and I invite the wrestling fans to come with me. I sing stuff like beside Manilow. I do stuff like, see, 
like yo, I do like a lot of rapping type of stuff. See, you don't even know this about Wonderful Willie, do you? Anyway, no, but I do. I do. That's ah, the alter ego came out. Love it. That's the name that Handsome Jimmy Valiant gave me 35 years ago. (laughs) One, that's my wrestling name is Wonderful Willie. You got to read the book or get the audio one. But uh, no, I do stuff like I swear by the moon and the stars. I do. I get. I have a whole. I'm surprised you guys don't know this. That's why when you were laughing about the music. Well, the WrestleMania after party is going to be interesting this year. Actually, uh, actually uh, let's at, get lit with Starcast. after. At Starcast, I ran the karaoke show. You did? Yes. Right. I was at that. That was an event. That was a okay, scene. So I sang there. But go when we get off here, go to uh, YouTube and just put in Bill After Sings. And I'm the GOAT. The greatest of all time. I'm so pretty. <laughs> Who is that? Uh, that, uh, that was, was uh, Ricky Ryan, Castillo. Ricky no, Castillo no, was, was a big fan of our show. Yeah, we, uh, Ryan too. Bowman, uh, Ryan, excuse me, Ryan Bowman, contributor at Sports Gear, chime in here as well. Yes, but yes. It Ryan is. So, is it is so fun to talk to you every, every time, Bill, because you just well, have so much of a perspective. Ryan is great. Ryan is another uh, uh, Sports Gear uh, contributor. Um, he wrote stories for me back when I was uh, at OneWrestling.com. Uh, he's an excellent writer, um, and he's got a great style. And uh, I always appreciate reading his. I love reading his stuff. Definitely we check him out. And by the way, you, you guys can uh, everything you, we we have now with Bill that he's doing at SportsKeeda.com. You can get it on our app as well. Our app is available. Uh, it is available on Apple. That's the Bill app, Play. right? Excuse the me? Bill app, the Bill app. Yep. The, yes, our app, our after app. Yes, exactly. They had after mags, now there's after apps, all those, all those good things. And of course, you can get all the content from us that we have on our YouTube channel, our Facebook, all those videos. We have them in audio form as well in a podcast available on Apple, Spotify, and so much more. I can also tell you that thank you for putting us on the charts. Can you in see so the many different countries? Look at that beautiful poster. Look at that beautiful the book. The book. Look at that beautiful book. The, whoops. Whoa. There's me with Andy. Andy Kaufman and then Kaufman. I'm a New Yorker. It's Kaufman. Let me let me put you let me put you on solo real quick. Screen. After yeah, let me Hold put on. you on solo. There you go, Bill. Uh, there, there's uh, me with Ric Flair the night he won the title in Kansas City. There's that guy that's married to Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the other guy? All the way guy the is, who is that? This, this is the guy that Vince McMahon senior's son. <laughs> right there and actually down the bottom here i pasted some this is um bruno san martino and i back in 1963 that's awesome you that? you, your head is lost in his forearm there yeah, I, I, uh. yeah, definitely. and there's uh the greatest tag team of all time flair and i in puerto rico Bye. what was your and favorite city to visit in puerto rico yeah yes. There's Triple H and I. He brought me up on the stage one night in Tennessee. And uh, there's Hogan and I, uh, the night he won the title. It's in my book, the night he won the title, and he invited me up to the hotel. And back then, the magazines were all banned by the WWE because they had their own magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he called me anyway, and he wanted me to come up and uh, and take pictures of him. So, again, it's all – I'm not – here to plug the book, but what the heck? Hey, we'll plug it in. You're on the show. Uh, but before we head out here, you mentioned that you were in Puerto Rico with Ric Flair. That's my home. That's my home. Uh, what was your favorite place to visit in Puerto Rico? 
Oh, I was Puerto Rico probably 25 times. I used to go and shoot Carlos Colon shows quite a bit. Oh, I, I loved uh, Ponce, uh, Colibra, where I went to uh, visit Pedro. Colibra, yes, very nice. Baby, action baby. Uh, uh -huh. San Juan, which I loved San Juan. Gotta um, love San Juan. That's the capital. Yeah. So, no, I, I love the whole uh, the whole country. Thank you, Philip. I appreciate that. People say that Bill is a historian. I don't remember dates. I remember matches and places, but I'm terrible with dates. I really am. Well, definitely well, go no. check out the book. Uh, you yes. know, uh, it, it's absolutely, it seems like a treasure trove of different, and especially okay. it's the. So when somebody asks you, is wrestling fixed? Your answer is, I didn't know it was broken. Bingo. Yeah, there you go. go. It's a, and it's not. I want to thank everybody for supporting professional wrestling and what's known as sports entertainment. The whole genre is a whole thing. That's our uh, motto been, here. If you're joining, some people are asking about the Jeff Hardy news. We had that a little bit earlier in the show. Uh, we do have the confirmed things he's doing outside of wrestling right now while he's waiting out his non-compete. And those are actually kind of oddly corresponding with WWE's tour coming up this weekend, which is, is kind of interesting. Uh, that's all coming up. And also, just check, if you're just joining us late, check out the whole episode, by the way. If, you, if, you, if you're here yeah, late on the stream or whatever, check out the whole episode. Uh, Bill's going to be doing more with us in the future. And, of course, a lot of fun to come. Uh, and we'll be with you every weekday with the top story covering all the big things of the day. And then you get you get the wonderful wizardry of, of, the, of the wisdom of being there at ringside for all these giant moments with Bill. So just a lot of fun coming up on Sports Kita. Well, I'm hoping to I'm hoping to make the rounds on uh, all the great Sports Kita um, video podcasts, video casts here. Um, I did a one with uh, Dutch Mantel the other night. I've done Chris Featherstone's. So I'm doing yours. Hopefully... Bro, Vince Russo and I will be reunited. So we will be the real RK bro. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm looking forward to that. But I'm hoping once a month, uh, every week, to uh, jump on one of the other great Sports Kita shows. And uh, people, please uh, follow me at Sports Kita. Just go to Google or whatever your search engine is and put in uh, Sports Kita Bill After Profile. And you'll see everything that I've done to date so far. Thank you so much, Bill. Always a pleasure to speak with you, buddy. My pleasure. And as I always say, I'll see you at the matches eventually. Okay. <laughs> guys, well, Bill, so thank you so much for joining us on, the, on today's edition of the Top Story. Guys, you guys know you have to follow, like, share, and subscribe. So make sure you do that. And when you're watching wrestling, you have to do the most important thing in the entire world, Kevin which is what, sir? Enjoy wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. See. Yes. See. See. <laughs> Nooch.